so. Oh my gosh, are you serious? What? Yeah. Right, read the read the thing because the thing on. You actually did this, bro. He, he this guy. <laughs> just to make sure he. Just, I thought I I have a reasoning for it. Just, First, I don't care about the, how much no, no, no. he talks. That inspires the team. That stuff you can't just see on the TV. You gotta have an eye for it. I get you're not there yet, but if you keep reading my reviews, you'll understand one day. It's okay. My area, stand up, and let's be heard. No more sitting in the shadows. We're known for our winning ways. And not being the best, that just ain't for us. We're loud, we're proud, and we're unapologetic about it. So even when times are looking as dark as the black and blue we wear on our crest, we tell them that Goonies never say die. And when we're done shaking things up on the pitch, there's another shake coming. This is something that's been created by the people for the people. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquakes related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. I was in the bathroom and uh, <laughs> I was in the bathroom while, while the game started because the game was supposed to start at ten or oh yeah yeah I had to like twelve thirty yeah I was at work but yeah. like when I got because I recorded it again and then when I got home I was just like fast forward and I'm like oh my god yeah. we're still going yeah so I thought the game was supposed to start at twelve thirty it started at twelve forty five I was in the bathroom because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like when is this gonna yeah. start <laughs> I hear my dad be like oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> so I, I was like did we get scored on yeah, yeah. and he's like no almost the goalie yeah. made a terrible mistake I was like oh my gosh yeah it just sounds nonchalant came like, out and it was well, so bad well he took a heavy touch forward and then took two steps just, back and well I was he just, just waited yeah. way too long what was he doing bro he made some good saves after though he made a couple good saves yeah yeah, yeah but it was like the corner, I thought we were going to get scored on, too. He looked a little off. Started slowly. Like, just such an earthquake start. <laughs> if we got scored on there, I would have been Actually, it wasn't an earthquake start because we would have been, been scored on, but it was yeah. close. Yeah. I think it would have changed the whole game. Like, there were so many little moments that could have changed everything. Yeah. Espinosa in, like, the first 15 minutes was pretty good. He, he actually gave us an outlet. And then once he got the penalty, it felt yeah. like everything started yeah. moving in our side a little yeah. bit. Welcome to Aftershock, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is about the game versus FC Dallas. But... Yeah, I thought we were looking better just, like, right off the bat. Like, we were moving and attacking. Yeah. And then, Rem, like, we can go more into players later, but, like, actually seeing the midfielders, like, grab things and, like, or, sorry, the ball, and then, like, churning and attacking, that was, like, just so nice to see. Yeah, it looks like we actually had a motivation to attack this game. Yeah, it yeah. Felt, it the back like line was rough. The back line yeah. was luckily only plagued by the one goal, dude. We yeah, got so lucky. Yeah, yeah. They, so lucky. they could have had about four or five in the first four or five minutes. Fira. Yeah. Fira. <laughs> With the goal line close. Honestly, honestly, his best game I've seen in a long time. Like, it was, That's... like, a so Nothing bad. Like, it's... It's a fantastic game for Firo yeah. when it's just an average game. Like, if he doesn't royally mess up, it's like, oh my god, man of the match. Like, when I saw that, on his, when I followed, like, Instagram, the first thing that came up is man of the match, like, wear off or wherever his ad is. And then, like, all over MLS and everything, everyone's posting his goal yeah. line clearance, and I'm just like, oh Yeah, I remember a couple times last season, he had a couple goals, and we were so shocked. We were like, what <laughs> yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somehow he's our man of the match. I thought the, the set pieces were so good today, but again, like, to Quake standards, like, they weren't good, but, like, they weren't terrible, like, the, I liked our first set piece the most, where, like, we all started to run, and then we just played it short down the line, and then we tried chipping it back in, we didn't get the chip off, but, like, we just looked more dangerous, and then corners look good, and then, other than the first defensive corner, and I think the third one, we didn't lose a mark a single time. Yeah, Alani's on the corner looked pretty solid. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, unfortunate not to score, I think there was a few goal line clearances for them as well, but... Yeah, yeah, we actually like 
had some sort of organization, it didn't look too bad. Yeah, I it definitely it, there was promise, and it was kind of depressing as well. The promise was you saw that the Earthquakes players had creativity, and like we do have some ability, and we do have some like fun when we actually can get going attacking. The sad thing is, it looked like we were playing Houston Dynamo game, but it looked like we were playing their B or C team. Like, Dallas was definitely a step below Dynamo, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, a little bit slower and a little bit less fit on top of... Uh, not They didn't really have a big name to go along with them. It looked like yeah. they were kind of rebuilding and stuff. I suppose. I don't know. They're, some of their attackers were so quick, though. They had, they had a lot of pace to them, and they caused our, our defense I, I, trouble. I feel like we covered the pace pretty well compared to... Previous, like, usually pace is our weakness. Yeah. And I feel like, la- well, last week especially, I forget his name, the out-wide 10 guy was like Pepe's actual yeah. name. Yeah. Like, something like, he, um, yeah, he was blistering fast, and we were able to deal with that somewhat, but he was lighting us up. Like, that's yeah. why I get scared when we play Seattle. It's just, it's just some of the moments where we get caught out, and it's like a little through ball, and we're just completely caught out. What was that one, uh, one of the midfielders on Dallas... They had a little one-two, and they flicked it over, and Ewell was supposed to keep track of them. Did, did you remember that? Yeah, yeah, kind of do, yeah. The guy should have scored. It was and, so Yeah, bad. and I think Tommy was already up, so there was yeah, a gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we can get exposed sometimes. We the negative be- ball is killing us. The teams aren't exposing us on it yet, but when we play someone in the Columbus crew, I think it's going to be really rough. Um, we'll see how DC United does next week. We'll get into more of that later. Mm-hmm. But I think the negative ball um, covering for each other on the back line was still really poor. Um and then not just like again we kind of went back to the good old <laughs> get it down the wing and just hope for a ball yeah. in the center like the few well I mean the few times we didn't do that like we had some really good shots <laughs> like yeah. Rios's when he first came in was hilarious like I thought that was a banger and then it, it went yeah, inside it, of it. I mean, and then the penalty we got the penalty the second penalty both penalties yeah well no the second penalty came from a direct play versus crossing it in. Well, no, the first one Espinosa was. Uh, well, they played down it down the, the wall. Well, he played it down the line yeah, instead of crossing it. Yeah, but yeah, actually, yeah. So not crossing it in, but going bombing down the wing was our main. I strength. mean, good things happen when you force the defense to like make a challenge. You know? All right, time for everyone's favorite segment, and by I mean everyone, Jacobs, my <laughs> player ratings on the games, and he can disagree and be wrong about how the players go. So why don't you just pull up the Google Docs? So just because I disagree, it means you're I'm wrong. wrong. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly, right. exactly, exactly. I think. All right. Okay, okay. Last week we nearly got in a fight two separate days. I this is I made sure not to show him this time until the episode. So these are going to be his actual live reactions. Oh god. He's scrolling through it now. Yeah. I think he's going to like him this week. I think he's going to like him this week. I was a little. I feel like I was a little more reasonable. Yeah. So, so let's it, start with uh is. Marginowski, yeah, he's yes. the first one. Yeah, so just to so, remind everyone, last week it was not a, my perfectly live reaction. This, this, I, these are my first time seeing them. So. Yeah, yeah, I, we we made sure this time to wait until we start recording. Like I just now shared it with him. Okay. Okay. The first one. JT. JT, a six point six. All right. Okay. A very earthquake start. Lucky not to give one away early on. Took a while to look a lot alive. Had a big save at the end of the first half. Distribution seemed to be very slow and not as accurate as you would like. Not at fault for the eventual goal. Really got let down by his defense and had some bounces not going his favor. I also, think... we haven't done the spell checks yet, so while he's reading, if he stutters, that's on me probably. Yeah. <laughs> but... Well, yeah, just I, I just try to like give the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Play, but uh, yeah. Base... You can go to aftershock.club to read our full articles. Yeah, basically, 
I agree with this rating. Yeah. You you did a you did a good job. This oh time. yeah, good start. But this is, good this start. is the first one, yeah. so I don't know. But we got about I, fifteen more. Yeah, yeah, but I agree because although we had a couple mistakes with his distribu- distribution, which here, is per use. Yeah, yeah, I mean, overall he had some good moments, and like you said, I think the defense was at fault for the goal. Yeah, uh, I think he had a couple good blocks, but he wasn't looking like super confident. Yeah, exactly. This game. Like. All right, the next one, Marie. All right, so Marie, 6.8. Overall looks good. He is definitely adjusting to the league as he gets some more reps in. Much like the whole back line did not look the sharpest, but they all shined in their own ways at time. Okay, I, I think I agree with this. He didn't really stand out, but he didn't It wasn't like, bad, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think that, as we'll get into this, I think the defense just got exposed too many times. They look poor today. I, I they th- look a little slow. I, I yeah. just... It's just I don't know. They just did okay, right? I yeah, mean, if like everyone was at like a B standard, they were like a C plus. Yeah, they, it was just all right. Okay, Alanis, 6.8. Okay. Not as sharp as he usually is, but not a bad performance by any means. Absolutely lovely placement on the penalty to give us the first of the game. Still getting disconnected from Gunworth and opening gaps for the other team. Okay. I personally thought Alanis was our best defender this game, aside from the penalty. I thought it was flow. And I know you're never going to ever say that, even if it's true. No, it's not flow. It's not flow. No, I I just thought that Alani has the most composure on the ball. He he gets us out of some tricky situations with the ball at our feet. I think that especially flow really can give me heart attacks when he's on the ball. So I think Alani, he he has the ability to play out from the back. I thought thought Alani just looked a a little slower today compared to usual. The passes, like, weren't as quick or, like, precise as they usually are with him. And the positioning was just a little bit off defensively, just like by one or two steps. Like I said, it wasn't a bad performance by any means, but he's usually a bit sharper, and I just didn't see that as much today. Yeah. Not, again, the whole back line wasn't great, and everyone had moments where they had some good aspects of the game, but I expect a little bit better from him. Yeah, I generally agree with that. Okay. <laughs> you actually did this, bro. He, he, This guy, before we started, he said, I'm going to give the whole – I was thinking about giving the whole back line equal ratings and then giving Youngworth just a point above to make you mad. This – Guy actually did that. Youngworth, 6.9. <laughs> just to make sure he... Just, I, thought, I, I have a reasoning for it. Just to remind everyone, he is .1 above all of our defense. Just, just, just to, I have a reasoning for it, but go ahead. Go okay, ahead so overall solid performance, nothing special, and nothing... Uh, and much like the whole defensive line was not the sharpest, but was a good game. Distribution looked to be better this game, still getting beat at times, and the partnership between him and Alanis is not quite as strong as you like. Okay, he looks so, so disgusted. So I'm just wondering why was why was he rated above everyone? Okay, else? so I thought he was the best defensively. We can kind of argue that. I thought he was doing a really good job of yelling at the back line just to kind of move and do places. And then if you look when he was talking to Espinoza, he was the first one I to run over. I don't care about to how much no, no, no. he talks. After after he missed the penalty, he okay. was the first one to high five him, make sure he's up. Okay. He, when Cade Cal came over, double hands in the okay. air, let's go. Right. That's a team player that inspires the team. That's stuff you can't just see on the TV. You gotta have an eye for it. I get you're not there yet, but if you keep reading my reviews, you'll understand one day. It's okay. My issue with Flo is not his attitude. <laughs> he only got turned once today, and it was like way further up the pitch. It wasn't that bad today. And then on the Fiero one, he kind of got diced a little, yeah. but that wasn't as bad. I thought he had, and then also like I don't remember him turning over the ball. Like yeah, I would I, love to see his passing sets. Overall, there. I think our defense actually looked okay playing from the back. But with that, I think just uh, 
Dallas was worse than Houston at pressing, especially their front line. Like their midfield yeah. was a little better, but the yeah offensive was a little well. Yeah. Okay, I'll, we'll get into this in a minute, but I think our midfield was much better from last week. It, it All, gave our defense some outlets. I think also what helped us is we had a defensive scheme that was like really obvious. We were leaving the left center back open, let him tuck in a little bit, dribble, let him pass to the center defensive mid, and then everyone collapsed in on him. I think we did that most of the beginning of the second half, and it just like they didn't see the ball for like thirty minutes. All right, so then we have Tommy Thompson, and just to remind everyone, he was subbed out very early last week. Yeah, uh, just look at his shoulder. So this is the first time that we've seen him this season, pretty much, in a real game, MLS. Mm -hmm. 6.8, pretty much the same, besides John Worth. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to see him for more than four minutes this week, and he definitely helped on offense as it added a little more width and creativity. The defensive ability has improved from the past seasons, but the positioning is still being exposed. I I generally agree with that. Yeah, like when it was one-on-one defending, it was pretty impressive compared to usual. Like uh, his athleticism was really showing. He's always been like a rather athletic guy. But I think another thing that's been killing his positioning, I feel like a lot of the attack came from the left side. Or right side, but their left side. Yeah, yeah. Youngworth and Thompson, that side. It's it's dangerous to have him on the same side. Yeah, It's very scary at times yeah because especially when you get a game where the left wingers <laughs> yeah, playing, yeah. I, i'm gonna like to see how we play against a team that has real attacking oh power. but i loved having him back in the offense yeah like anytime tommy's in the final third you know a cross or some broken ankles or sometimes I, I i do remember he held on the ball a little too long at yeah. points i i, think I was fine with it to be honest i guess i i would have liked to see him put in a little bit of an earlier ball at some mm-hmm. points sometimes he tried too many turns and i don't know yeah maybe just all right uh, yeah this next one for me is definitely my man of the match so uh, he's referring to Remedy, yeah. uh, 8.7, and you know what? I actually agree. Highest rating we've had. Highest rating <laughs> yeah. we've had on Aftershocks well, to date. Well, wait till we get to the rest of the list. But Please tell me you didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so Remedy, good job collecting the ball and organizing early, intercepted and disrupted play well. Seems to be everywhere and intercepting every ball. Phenomenal performance, and I believe this comes from him not having to play as a third center back this game and actually getting to play in the midfield i would love to see him be allowed to get forward even more okay so i think that was a key shift from last game right he he didn't yeah. drop as deep i think that he would go to collect it but it wasn't like i received the ball now i'm turning now i'm just the center center back i th- for me i think he was most noticeable on defense though oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he was he he won like every ball he was was a very strong ball winner today i i thought he was all over the place he played very well it was insane there's a few moments where he won the ball and then he played it out very smartly i thought that he looked composed i overall i i think i would rate him as my man of the match as well not fiero yeah (laughs) what is that the only thing he did was the goal line. yeah 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 yeah. he wasn't and he wasn't terrible he got the goal Uh, um my favorite part of Remedy was the first thing he did. The ball goes out to Marie, and then like he's starting to point at Marie, and he's yelling, he's doing all these things. Ball makes its way back to Youngworth, and he's just going like this, and I see him moving his hands, yelling, churning his head constantly, just directing play, and I'm like, yes, someone doing that for the Earthquakes. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, I think he understands the position well. So. Yeah, and again, yeah, exactly. He's playing his game now. He got to churn, attack, and show his game. Honestly, I think he has more to offer because I've seen some of his highlights when he was in Atlanta. When he gets into that attacking mid-spot from his deep runs, he can be very dangerous. But I think this really suits the Quakes and not having him be a third center back. I'm fine with him checking the ball, but don't become a third center back. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do agree with that. Okay. okay. 
Now we continue on to Jackson Ewell, 7.1. So you said he didn't shine today, and that was due to the squad as a whole stepping up offensively, which lightened the load on him. Remedy seems to take charge of the game, and it allowed Ewell to float and pick his moments more often. I would have liked to see him more defensively, though. So I think that Ewell... He wasn't at his full potential today either. Yeah. I think that he still looked a little off the pace. Yeah. I, I don't think he had too many poor moments, but he just didn't. It seem wasn't special. Exactly. And especially from our captain, we expect a little more. And usually we're used to him dictating play. Again, I said remedy. I think he really took over. Um, but he, defensively, I feel like just getting caught with those negative balls yeah. and the late runners into the box. And then also when remedies keeping the standard of what he was doing. I think it makes everyone yeah. else around him look a little bit worse. But, like, again, it wasn't a bad performance by any means. It was just, like, good average center mid, but we expect more from him as he's one of our star players. Yeah, I think that one of the things that's going to be interesting to watch is Remedy likes to get on the ball, too. And yeah. that's kind of what Ewell was trying to do throughout last season. He wanted the ball, and he wanted to Oh, so he has Judson returns. Yeah, so I'm not sure how yeah. that's going to work. We'll see how that plays out going forward. We'll see. Okay. Now we have Carlos The Fierro. man, the myth, the legend. The Carlos Fierro. The national the, the the man of the match according to the earthquakes. Yeah, somehow, some way. Okay. Seven point two. Looks to be working harder this week, and it was nice to see. He really loved to put in a shift every time the ball was lost. Humongous goal line clearance really gave his all defensively and looked a lot more reliable offensively for us. So, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe the rating's a little high. I think a 7.2 is maybe a little inflated for Fiero. Maybe it's just because, like you said, we're so uh, yeah, anti, used to Fiero yeah. just... Just like anytime there's an <laughs> average, average performance, we're just like, yes! Yeah, yeah. I think that... While he wasn't as involved offensively, he did have some core defensive Agreed. moments. Yeah. And obviously, like like it or not, and we love to chirp about him, but yeah. he, that goal line clearance was very big because, you know, our defense was rocky. And if that went in, we, we could have seen some cracks. I, I can't believe I'm saying this because anyone who knows me, it was getting the complete opposite. Rios and Firo are winning over my hearts and becoming they're fan favorites because they're doing all the stuff fans love. Because I swear, if you go back and you watch the game, just about every time we lost the ball, Firo is immediately going to a sprint, or in his case, five miles per hour, <laughs> to go to the nearest person or win back the ball. And he didn't do it every time, but just that effort is what you love to see. And I feel like that's why people loved Judson last year. Like He was good at winning the ball, but just putting in a shift. And I feel like he got a lot better. And then offensively, I just, like, there were a couple times where it was a little iffy, but that's going to happen with everyone. But consistently and for the most part, I feel like he was gaining the ball and actually succeeding on pass. And I, I guess he got an assist today. <laughs> like, he just cleared it up the line and yeah. Cal kind of did the rest. Yeah. But, you know, that was, that was, I'll be honest, that <laughs> was, was a okay. clever flick, though. I, think I, I don't think it was that. a clever flick. I think he was just trying to keep it in bounds and no, it happened. I think, I think he intended that because it was our throw-in. It would have been our throwing if it went out. Yeah, I think he saw it, Cowell and he just yeah, knocked it up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we move on to Chofis. Um, a 7.2. I, I don't know about that. Okay, so defensively was putting in a shift for us. Unfortunately, early on, we did not see him offensively a lot. But when we did, he did a good job of driving with the ball. Um, 
for trophies, I just feel like he wasn't very involved. Agreed. Agreed. You know, he, yeah. he, we did see him drop deep and just kind of knock it around. With I feel like I saw him all the time on defense, though. Mm. Like, I feel like every, I, I always saw him shifting it, like forcing it wide. I guess. I don't know. I, I want to see him offensively, though. You know, that's his role for us. We want to see him create. Yeah. And I just don't yeah. think we saw too much of that. Um, I want more from him. Hopefully, you know, as the season But goes again, not on. a poor game. Just like Yule. Not a poor game. Just didn't see much from him. Yeah, I think it was just like overall a decent place. I will say he was a big part. I think he was a big part of the defensive scheme this week. And part of the trap, if you go back and watch what I was saying earlier about like the center back coming in. Um, I think he was part of the press that kind of then led to Remedy or some of the other options. But So I think he, I think he did well today. He, and again, put in a shift defensively. like Not the fastest, but just goes at his speed the whole game. Yeah, all right. Now we move on to Espinosa, 7.3. Needs to find a way to help the offense more than just going on a darting run down the line, but still has a great work ethic and is a great offensive outlet for the squad. Great job to win the first penalty, but a poor effort on the shot. Quality finish to get the second goal, showing he is almost unstoppable when he gets on the counter. Could have easily had a hat trick this game. Yeah, so I agree with that. I think that he was unlucky to, you know. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? I'm not hearing complaints this week. Not too many. (laughs) You coming to your senses. Yeah. You're learning. You're learning. It's all right. Some of us learn the game later in life. It's all right. I think Espinosa, he looked, it seems like he he had spans during the game. You know, he was playing well for like five, ten minutes, and then he just kind of disappeared. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but when he was on, he was he looked great. That one-two, or not the one-two, just the pass from Cowell to put him into space. He looked composed on that finish. That was good. I think it, that... al- it also seems the season we're doing a lot of every 20-ish minutes. We didn't do a double switch this week, but every 20 minutes he'll switch with Fierro. But yeah. about 10 to 20 minutes in this or about 16 to 20 minutes in this week, he switched to the left side and it didn't really go back. And then, like I said, like on the counter, that's his best attribute. Like, I'm almost tempted yeah. to put him at striker, but I think he helps us holding on to the ball and getting us out a little bit. So I think that's why he's a little bit better on the wing, plus his work rate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I like him on the wing because he has the ability to go at defenders and dribble. Yeah, yeah. And he won the penalty. I like, yeah, it I shows. like his yeah. ability to take people on. So. I think I think it draws the defense out, which opens up the middle as well, too. Yeah, but... But like I said on the counter, like if we can get him there, that's where yeah, he's Yeah, I mean, of best. course, I, I think he could have scored a couple more, like you like said. Easily hat-trick, easily. But, the penalty, that, and then he had a chance at the very end. But I am happy he put one of them away because, you know, as a player, if you miss a penalty and you don't score the rest the of the one game. On, well, if you don't score the one-on-one. Yeah, but but I'm glad he scored the one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, it was a because, lovely shot, because too. Because if you miss a penalty, you can totally get hung up mentally. Can we on. talk, uh, okay, actually, I was going to say, can we talk about the pass, but we're about to Yeah, we're about that. to move yeah, on to Yeah, 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 that was insane. So, Cowell gave him an 8.3. Great bounce back from last week. Good job of mixing up from holding the ball and running into space. Did a great job to be involved. Even when on defense, he caused a lot of chaos. Was a great target for us on our offense today. A world-class ball to get the assist on the second goal. Absolutely clinical on the third goal and did great to beat the defenders. Yeah, so I think first thing we should mention is that through ball to Espinosa. Oh, that was insane. I thought I was watching young Kevin DeBorner. I've now called him Kevin DeBorn or Marcus Rashford and Thierry Henry in the span of three weeks, by the way. Yeah. Every week he's getting a Just Premier League. <laughs> relax the comparisons a little bit. We won't name the episode. Yeah. Just <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, no, definitely nowhere near, but the ball was insane. Yeah, the ball was great. I, I At first, I thought he held on to it just a tad too long. Oh, no, same thing. I'm like, he should have played. Who was making that wide out left? I was... think it might have been Fierro or Salinas. Might have been Salinas. Mm, yeah, I don't remember. But, yeah, they, I thought he should have played. Maybe trophies, but... He, yeah, I thought they should have played him, and then when he didn't play him, I thought he should have attacked that yeah. space and then played him again, but he held on for it, and then, yeah, I just, I, 
I don't want to say he got lucky. I think he got a little lucky in the sense of he holds on to it too long and the space kind of opened for him. No luck in the sense of, like, just you have to have such quality to pass like that. Yeah, no, that was a great, great find. The one thing I will say, though, is sometimes I, I don't notice him in the game as much. You know, he doesn't come back for the ball too often. Mm-hmm. Aside from the assist and the goal, and I mean, I know that's a great contribution. Sometimes I would like to see him be a little bit more involved. I thought this game he was much better at that, actually. I thought this was his best game in getting involved. I think he yeah. had confidence early on, which is a big thing. You feed him the ball early versus when we saw it versus uh, Houston. He didn't get the ball early and he got frustrated and the pressing wasn't as together. And then when he did get the ball, it wasn't very, like, it was selfish and it wasn't like, he yeah. didn't look like he cared as much. I could be wrong, but that's just kind of the sense I was getting. This game, it looked like he was excited, ready to attack every time, and he was pressing and using his pace and his ability to really press and trouble the defense. He was using, it looked like he was using his attributes correctly this week. Yeah, I was just making the comparison from last week. Agreed. Um, but yeah. It, it obviously looked a lot better from last week. He was much more involved this week, but I still want to see a little bit more. Okay. This next rating is the f- my absolute favorite one I wrote. So, oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, read the read the thing because the thing on it is hilarious. Okay, so Wando. All right, so I just want everybody to remind themselves he got a red card <laughs> and played for about sixteen played minutes. Played for about like fifteen minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll save the rating for after this. Okay. It was really nice that they let him get his daily steps in, true, and get a few touches along the way. He was on the pitch, and that's about all we can say about the 17-ish minute. How – oh, my God. He had a nice move to open himself up for a shot. He was kind enough to welcome the fans back into the stadium for the first time since COVID by then sending the shots to the stands to take on as a souvenir. <laughs> it was extremely harsh to receive a red for his challenge, but that just seemed to be how his day was going. Okay. Sass gave him a 6.5 for that. <laughs> Let me just, you know, highlight what he said. It was really nice that they let him get his daily steps in. Yeah. He was on the pitch, and <laughs> yeah. that's about all we can say about the 17-ish minutes. So, yeah, yeah. A six point five. Okay. Can you can you please you know so, like so think about me. so think about when you're playing like pro clubs and stuff, right? Like he was in the right positions, but I guess we weren't fine. So by kind of creating some runs, you know, and like being in the spot and just kind of being there, it wasn't feel like there was a gap there. He just wasn't like helping us per se, and he kind of disappeared. And that's kind of Wando, and that's kind of like what strikers do sometimes. They kind of disappear and then they find their spot. He disappeared. He got the chance. Fake shot right, sends the defenders flying, goes on his left foot, gives the second row a ball to take home, and then, you know, I uh, gets a red card a minute I, later. I just can't believe you gave him a 6.5 for getting a red card. Okay. I thought that was hilarious. Now we move on to Rios. Steps. Now we moved on to Rios. Yeah. 7.5. Immediate impact. He really found space and put pressure on the defense. Coming on as a sub when the game slows down really suits him, and he is doing well in the central attacking mid position. So, I tend to agree. Maybe the rating is a little high, but mm-hmm. he he played well. He came on and he he gave us some some options. He had a good, sh- I mean, a good shot. Obviously, it wasn't on target, but it was it was threatening to well, the goal. Well, immediately he was like everyone was running at like a certain pace. He was a little bit above it. Checks to the ball, churns, attacks, plays the ball out wide, gets it back, and hits a shot. The one, Immediately. the one thing I will say, though, and I liked it from him, was that he did take that shot. Sometimes it feels like we don't test the goalie from improbable 
positions enough. Like, yeah. And what I mean by that is sometimes you just have to test the goalie and exactly. you know, take a take a risky and shot. You never know how it bounces. I mean, like look at the goalie that scored on exactly. us. Exactly. JT saves it, bounces right to another. Exactly. Defender. I can't think of too many moments where we do that sort of thing, and I would like to see more. So I'm happy Rios did that. I like taking chances like that. And I, I think the biggest point with this, and I think it also applies to Fiero, is they're a bit slower, and I think coming on as a sub really suits them as the game is slowing down so that they... And they have a little more energy, and they don't have to run as long, so they can run at a little bit higher tempo. And I think that's when they can really find their footing. And then Rios has been phenomenal this season so far in the attacking mid. And I feel like a lot of last season he started to get there. So I think Super Sub Rios is uh, his new name. Yeah, I do like him. The I Wonder like Twins. Him. I do the Super like, Subs. I do like him at that attacking mid position much better than the striker that Agreed. he was last week at, or last season at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, Salinas, high energy, but really looked lost and disconnected from the play. And as soon as he was put to right back, it seemed all the attacks were coming from his side. You gave him a six. Um, yeah, compared to his past performances when he came off the bench, it wasn't as good. But mm-hmm. I still think he put in a shift. I mean, I think he was average, and I think that's why you gave him a six probably. Right? I think he's a better left back than he is a right back, and I think yeah. it's better to just put him in the yeah, attack. Yeah, I like, I like him on that left-hand side. Yeah, so he can cut in a little more. And then our defense is a little better on the left side, uh, especially when we have Espinosa and Alanis over there. And then I believe that he's just a little bit better on the attack. I feel like he's a little bit of a weak spot defensively. But he came out, he was like he pressed the first guy super hard, but then he was out of position and just kind of stood there. And yeah. then he looked really out of position the rest of the game. And like He was running, because he runs hard and he's got great work ethic, you can't deny it, but he was like a chicken with his head cut off, just was kind of running around. Yeah. They eventually moved him to the left side when Jutsen came in. but And it got better there, but it was rather poor from Salinas, especially compared to last week where I thought he was one of our betters. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I do. I still, I still do like him coming off the bench. I want to keep seeing him. I'm mm-hmm. glad Alonis is uh, not Alonis. I'm glad Almeida is making yeah. subs still. Okay, these last couple, we'll just kind of move through these quickly. They weren't on the field as long. So Judson, mm-hmm. it was good to see him back on the pitch after receiving his green card. However, he was put to right back, which really limited us from getting to see the engine that Quakes fans fell in love with last year. So, yeah, it's. I think that he. First of all, he played all right. I think it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to, how him, Yule, and Ju- uh, Remedy play yeah. together. Especially, um, I'd rather have Remedy right now. I agree, playing. and so because I think he offers a little more offensively for us. Uh, yeah, Almeida has a, a decision to make. Maybe we even see Yule taken out if he doesn't. Yeah, start. or maybe Trophies and he moves Yule up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we do have options, and I think that's good. We have depth at that position because last season, you know. Jutsen and Yule, if one of them was hurt, it was... Or if you watched last week's episode, you could see how I put all four of them into the lineup. <laughs> okay. Now we move on to Haji, and... Uh, these last two didn't have range because yeah, they only played Haji, 10 minutes. He looked excited and energetic like most young players when they get their rare appearance. I would have liked to seen him uh, come on earlier as we did not get to see much of him for his 10 minutes. I, 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 I think you're... Maybe painting his performance in a little bit too of a negative light. I thought he actually played well. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I thought he had a couple moments on the ball where he just looked a little bit, you know, quick. A little, yeah, the touch was a little a heavy, little, though. Like, I guess. I don't know. He had a couple good moments. I, I like it. Again, that. it wasn't bad, but, like, it was 10 minutes. Yeah. You were up well, 3-0. Yeah, I well, that, did, that doesn't seem to stop you from raving about Wando when he gets a red card and you think he's great. Do I need to remind you who our captain is? I don't care if he's our captain when he plays like that. Yeah, no, that was a little rough. I uh, No, but I, we're up 3-0. Play the young ones. I don't yeah. care about Salinas coming on. 
Yeah, I, okay. I do agree. I want to see some more of the young players. Yeah, we, yeah, we touched, we touched, reason, yeah. yeah, we touched upon this last week. I, I want to see more of the young kids put in. We don't need to keep seeing Wando. We don't need to keep seeing Salinas every time, although I do like Salinas. Yeah. We definitely need to start rotating a little bit more. It's been a great game for Beeson. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that I think that overall, just to summarize, I think the Quakes had a decent performance, solid performance. Weaker team, though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, weaker team. Shows some promise, but also shows a limitation. Yeah, again. as we get into these more difficult fixtures. When I, you I have will... a solid back line and a star front line on the other team, I don't know how we're going to handle yeah, that. Yeah, we'll have to see that. Would have liked to see some more young talent. Uh, Kikanovic, again, not on the bench. I don't think we're going to see him all season. I don't maybe, think maybe now that Wando has the red card, he's suspended for a couple of games. Maybe we could see that. Though. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what happened to Lopez either. Probably an injury. He came off 60th minute last time. Yeah, he wasn't even in the squad. Yeah, so. uh, Lucio would have also been nice to see. Abicasas mm-hmm. was another one wasn't even on the bench. Uh, so I hope they're healthy. I hope they come back. They're a bit older players too. So hopefully they can come back in a week or two. Yeah, and then yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, Benji, hopefully he can make, make him in the squad. Gilbert Fuentes, uh, Jacob Anchorage. Just, again, would have loved to see some of the new guys, some of the young guys. Uh, again, I don't have a problem with straight. I don't, all the subs, one, okay, first off, I'm happy we use the subs, because sometimes yeah. we don't. Would have liked to see some of them come on a little earlier, like, uh, maybe Judson and, I got, I, I got, he's kind of coming back from his first game back, so maybe don't throw him into the fire right away, but some of the young guys like Haji would have been really nice to see a bit earlier. Yeah, one thing, though, it's it's easy for us to say now because we won. I think that Almeida, you know, we're in our first potentially winning game of the season. You know, we Secure the part, points. Secure the points, Secure right? the points, agreed. I, I think that we do. Oh, yeah, we got to win. Came yeah, out hot. Yeah, somehow, yeah. So. Everything we asked for. Yeah. yeah, so I think that we do have to keep in mind. I'm, I'm glad we closed out the game. Yeah. So but now it. we're moving on to D.C. United next week. Uh, I thought it was a solid performance, but we can go into what we think the lineup should be. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk just for one more second. Some good things. Corner set pieces were better. I mean, we got a counter attack. We we need to find a way to get more counter attacks because I think that's where we're the most dangerous, mm-hmm. especially with Espinosa up top. Yeah, uh, doing good marking. Got to watch those late runners, and then yeah, I think that's most of it. Yeah. So as we move into the game against DC United, you know, at the time of recording this, they've only played one game, and they won that game two to one. So Who they yeah. play. Uh, I forget who they played, but we have yeah. to expect a good team. We have to be prepared. It's so. MLS. Anything can happen. Yeah, day. exactly. So, all right. Let's... So, we'll start with Jacob's lineup, uh, and then just make sure you walk, talk through it for yeah, yeah. James on Spotify. Sup, James? Yeah, sup, James. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, my lineup is pretty much similar to last week. Um... <laughs> it, uh, I'll give you a quick summary, James. It's the exact same lineup that we played against Dallas. <laughs> yeah, minus, uh, minus Murray. So, oh, okay. four, two, three, one. And basically, JT. Oh wait! Oh wow! This, this, okay, sorry. The second center back. I'll let you get to that, but we are in for a yeah, surprise here. Yeah. <laughs> Every week, your lineup changes about three or four players, but the holy trinity, the the staple of your lineup, has changed. I know. So he's referring to Youngworth, paired with Alanis Thompson and Lopez. Okay, so first disclaimer: I know Lopez is injured. We'll see if he's back in time. If he's, if he's fit, not, we think he's... If he's yeah. not, then Marie slots in there, right? Okay, yeah, so and I think Marie's been... It's a downgrade, but he's put in more solid performances. And like I said, as he gets more games, I feel like he's getting more comfortable with the standard. I still think it's a drop from Lopez, but it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that works. But Youngworth, <laughs> right? <laughs> Youngworth, right? I, I don't like him, but... Over Beeson, wow. Yeah, 
I, I'm gonna look like a fool if I keep putting beasts in there. But I'm surprised you didn't put Jutsu in there. Yeah, just to... <laughs> maybe, dude. No, but granted, we we came away with a win. I, I can't really make too many changes across the back line, right? So I have him. And then Put a little chemistry with Alanis as well. I, I actually did switch up Thompson in at right back because last week I had Avacostas. Mm-hmm. Thompson there just because he looked decent this game and, you know, I'm not going to change too much. Okay. Yeah, getting nope. exposed on that side, though. Is a little Our scary. midfield, Remedy, Yule, and Trophies, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I, I think that we have room to improve, but we look good enough and I'm happy with seeing them play again. Uh, where do you want Jutson to come in? Do you think he should come in as a sub? Do you think where and when? I don't think that I don't we, want him as a right back. We can't touch Remedy um, right now after that performance. I will say if Yule doesn't start performing more, we could see Jutsen swap, swap in for Yule. And then times. maybe that frees Remedy to go a little more yeah, forward. Yeah, who knows how that works out. Maybe, I, I yeah. do want to see Jutsen come in as a sub. I mean, I think that he does bring energy. He's a ball winner, right? Okay, so, on, the, on this next one, let's go right to left because... Okay, yeah. So <laughs> that left one. And at the right wing, I've got Espinosa and... That's a shoe. First name on the team sheet every week, I feel. I, I agree. Espinosa has definitely got to be in there for us. Okay. okay. Then we have trophies up top, like I said. Attacking mid. Attacking mid, yeah. And then... And a 4-2-3-1. Yeah. Fierro in at left mid. I oh. can't... I can't believe I did this, but you know when you have the Quakes man of the match, <laughs> you gotta put him. Yeah, in the you next gotta respect week. the gotta Quakes respect. man of the match. No, but honestly, I, I would be fine with seeing him again. He didn't play bad this week. The last two games defensively, he's been good. Yeah, and I'm fine with seeing him. And again. he's not killing us offensively. I will say though, he, I want I want to see more from them offensively. Because yes. At the end of the day, he is supposed to be an attacker. Yes. So we need to see that. Now this next one, you have Cal up top, and last week you said you like Cal, you don't like Cal as a striker, especially yeah, when he's he, a bit smaller and he doesn't have the pace. Yeah, so he what made, changed this week? He made me eat my words. I I still stand by that playing striker that young is tough. Mm-hmm. Even though he did score and assist, which obviously as a striker that's what you're there to do. I, at times, I want I want to see him be more involved. Hopefully, he continues this form somehow, and uh, we can maybe see him again. I think it depends week to week. To be honest, I think when we play Seattle in two weeks, I think he's better suited on the wing. Yeah. Um, maybe if you have Fierro there again, it puts in a little more defensive effort, and you could have him and Espinosa on the attack. But I think it really comes down to week to week. Yeah, I agree. With that. All right, now we can move on to my lineup. Uh, I had two lineups last week, and. I like the diamond that I was working with, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Probably impractical. Yeah, so I think the lineup we had today uh, versus Dallas, I think that's going to be the lineup we're going to be seeing on Saturday. I agree. Next week. But I wanted to change a few things. So I'm going with the 4-2-3-1. I have JT and goal. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Lopez, I think we both agree, is the best left back. If he's injured, just slot Marie in there. I have Youngworth and Alanis. I meant to have Alanis on the left and Youngworth on the right, but yeah, that's just how the... You get the idea. Yeah, yeah, that's how it came out. Uh, I want Abikasis back at right back. I think Tommy, again, it showed offensive ability is great, and the one-on-one defending skills are infinitely better than they have been in the past. But I think the positioning still lacks, and when he attacks so much, having Youngworth on that side too, where he likes to step, really exposes us. So I'd like to have a little more security with that with Abikasis. Uh, hopefully he's there. And then I have Yule and Remedy... And the center, now, I think he, uh, Ramadi, he just earned a spot over Jutsen. I thought that was a stellar performance, deserves to be there, and we can continue moving it forward. And then Chofis, attacking mid still, I think that's there. I think Fier- Fiero and Rios are better suited coming on as subs. I think 
I can't believe I said it because I just said I was giving him so much last week. But I think Fierro deserves to be a sub. He earned it. Now, I know most people want him starting, but I think just when the pace of the game has really died and everyone's tired, it's so much better for them to come on and just give 30 minutes worth of energy versus having to spare it over 60 or 90. And then, now I moved Espinosa to the left wing because he ends up moving there most times. This gives him the ability to cut onto his right foot and uh, it'll help with the counterattacks a little bit more. Now, for the right mid, I put Tommy Thompson because when he's playing right back, he ends up going down the line anyways and it'll give us a little more creativity and someone that can hold the ball up a little bit more and gives us a little skill out wide. I think that's just a good option for right now. We can see more as the games develop. Do I think that's going to happen? Of course not. But <laughs> we can see what's happening. And then I like Cal up top. I had him out wide last week, but Wando's going to be out. And I just I think he did good. I think he showed a giant improvement. It was a complete turnaround from the first week. The first week it looked like he was a winger that just kind of got put up top. And I hate when they just put fast players up top just for reasons because they're fast. Um, but I feel like he showed he could do hold-up play this week, and it was a lot better. Yeah, I think that he definitely had a much stronger performance from last week, as I said. Hopefully he can get more involved. Yeah, how do you feel about the lineup overall, though? I feel about Thompson. I feel like that's the big one. That's It's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I do. It's it's tricky because Thompson and Abikasis, they offer so much of a different play Skill style, set, yeah. Right? More defensively for one, more offensively for the other, yeah. I will say when we do play stronger attacking teams, we definitely should have Avakasis agreed. right back. Agreed. Um, some subs we'd want to see. Again, some of the young guys. Wando's out, so I'd love to see Kikanovic. Yeah. If he's on the bench this week. I would love to see him come up top for uh, Cowell or something. That would be cool. Just 20 minutes, 15. Yeah. I'd like to see more Paji. I didn't really get to see him much. Jutsen, yeah. I feel like, needs to get his legs back come in. Fierro and Rios, I feel like, have deserved and earned spots. Salinas, depending Salinas, on the scoreline, yeah. out wide. Um, yeah, or even um, even if we're trying to protect a lead, bring on a third center back. Or Beeson, something. One give of the him some guys. experience. Yeah, exactly. Make it a five back, or if we're up a ton, put Beeson in. Let him get a couple minutes of yeah. game experience. Yeah, because I you f- never know when there's an injury and we need to you know, put them in the lineup. You know. Yeah, I completely agree that we need to get the points and secure the lead, but I really would have liked to see some people get some chances this week that we did not get chances. Yeah, I agree. All right, time for our most popular section, <laughs> the fan questions. Again, just hundreds and hundreds. It's really hard to choose. Yeah. Um, this week, even more questions. Even actually. more questions. It was very difficult. Um, we, you know, we couldn't give them all to. Uh, yeah, we really scout. We're across all the internet to yeah, find just, all our different platforms, yeah. and we we chose these two. Yeah, very very good questions. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for future, we're willing to do more than two, but we just. We feel that these two were above standard <laughs> and that we just we could only choose these two. But in future, yeah. we may do more. Yeah. Definitely yeah, not waiting for people to please follow us. No, no, no. We've got, we've got dozens of followers. Well, the first one from Tectonic Takes. This is another actually Earthquakes-related thing. Go check yes. them out on Instagram and their YouTube. I believe they have one. They're pretty cool guys. Yeah, definitely. Give us a follow. Um, their question was... What do you guys think of the back line without Marcus Lopez? I think we've just both agreed worse. Yeah, I think that we've Less got, defensive we, ability. We've touched upon this already, but I think Lopez is definitely our best left back at the club. And honestly, him and Alani are the two best defenders in our back line for me, for sure. I think Youngworth and Ooh, Abby Costas is up there for me, to be honest. Yeah, but we haven't really seen him too much. Um, but without Lopez, it's it's worse. I think I the only think thing Marie offers 
possibly better is the like final third. Yeah. Uh, maybe like as far as shooting, because we saw yeah, that. Yeah, but I do like but Lopez's. Overall, positive. I think Lopez is better positioning. Does gets beat less. Uh, better defensive ability. A little bit better passing, and just a little bit better movement. Yeah, but he's looking a lot better. I do think that in the big games, we, we definitely need Lopez back in. Yes. I, I think that Marie could get exposed on mm-hmm. defense for sure. Yeah. So hopefully, whatever injury he has, he'll be back soon. Yeah. I think that was a great question, though. Yeah, good just, question. Thank you. Yeah, we have a lot of lineup changes. We have some depth this year. Like, yeah. and we kind of used it last year, but the rotating players like actually look kind of yeah. decent. Yeah. Definitely a drop in quality, but... Yeah, we're I, getting there. I think that we have impactful subs, though. Although they may the Wonder Twins, Rios and Fira. Yeah, I know, but you know, I think that Rios has had positive impacts. Salinas does have the quality to produce mm-hmm. final third, you know, results, and it's it's nice to know that we do have options and threats coming off the bench. It's 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 good to yeah. see. All right, up next and our last question. Uh, the GOAT! You couldn't dare believe we leave our boy off the list. The best... What's up, James? How you doing? What's up? What's the actually dime was of a question? He has yeah, two questions. Yeah, he got... Hey, hey, in future, James, I know you're our only listener and only one that cares, but if you're going to have two questions, you best believe you're leaving two comments. Yeah. yeah. Trying to sneak that in. Yeah, we're trying to boost our, our uh, yeah, yeah, social media metrics. I, I mean, not that... Yeah, I mean, they're already so full. We're, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. But... Uh, only because you're the GOAT will allow it. Imagine when we pass the Earthquakes main only, account. Only, Imagine. Yeah, we need three more followers. <laughs> yeah. I think we had record high attendance this week with 15 people at the stadium. But, uh, um, James, you're allowed two questions because you're the GOAT. Everyone else, I want separate comments. Yeah. All right, Dalla underscore Bill 17. First question, how should we use Haji going forward? I actually advocated for this last week as well <laughs> and the week before. I, I do enjoy watching Haji come off the bench because yeah. he has that little bit of flair. He has he has the the quality to really go out of defender, and he he's just got that technical skill set. Having said that, it's it's tough to see who he slots ahead of in the starting lineup. I do want to see him, you know, get a start at some point, maybe over Fierro or something, <laughs> because. We definitely would like to see Fiera rotated. I don't know. I, I want to see him used more as a sub, definitely, at least. Going forward, I don't know, as a starter, hopefully he can get some chances with Fierro coming off the bench at some point. I don't know. What do you think? I'll have to disagree with that just a little bit. I, the premise I, I agree with, but I think when Cade Cal was coming onto the scene, we saw just a little bit more off the bat, especially when we, I think we just maybe heard more about him, especially because like, we, we don't know him, but we knew of him growing up. Yeah, and uh, I definitely agree. I would have loved to see him play a little bit more today. I want to see some sub appearance. Anytime we're up two, like three goals, or down three goals, or down three goals. Realistically, I want to see him coming on, getting at least 20, 30 minutes, not just ten minutes. Really let him show what he can do and get more comfortable. And then maybe if we're getting really comfortable and we have some good points, maybe let him start the second half of a game. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if it's like a lower end team and we have some good points and we're trying something new. I, I don't think he's at the I don't think we're at the point where we can have the conversation of him starting yet. Definitely sub appearances I want I I don't not even a consistent sub, but maybe every couple games. Uh, we'll see. We, we'll we see. need to build for the future though, and I think that's there. Yeah. Alright, and we're gonna be really quick with this next one just for the sake of me keeping it PC. Um thoughts on the Super League Super League, they don't even deserve to have 
league in the proper league. pronunciation. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> non uh, quakes question, lol. Okay. Um, Do you want to? Yeah, you yeah, tackle yeah, it first? yeah. I'll, I'll... Actually, no. You go first. You go first. Okay. First of all, for those who don't know, the Super League was basically this agreement by some of the top clubs in Europe yeah. to break away from their domestic leagues and the Champions League and basically enter this new league where you couldn't be relegated. It would be the same teams playing each other every year. Well, they, the founding members couldn't be relegated, so the yeah. rich clubs couldn't be relegated. But that's who everybody was angry about. Yes. And it was more or less a cash grab, you know, yeah. the... the it's pathetic. The marketing rights, you know, I know J.P. Morgan backed them with billions of dollars. It, it was essentially motivated by greed. Yeah. And it it really deviated from the founding principles of, of football. Mm-hmm. My opinion on it, I, I don't think it's good for the game. I'm glad to see the fans around the world, you know, really spoke up about it. And yeah. we saw some big movements in the upper management of some of these clubs at Woodward leaving Manchester United. Thank I know, God. I know I'm not that, a Man U fan, but he was terrible for me. I know does. there's a lot of people putting pressure on uh, Kronk of uh, Arsenal right now, the owner. Hopefully we can weed out some of these, you know, owners, these billionaire owners who really just don't have a passion for the game. Maybe they do have a passion, but you know, stop treating it like a business, you know, really, really speak to what the fans want. And hopefully we can, you know, Never see something like this push forth again. I'm not. I'm not against change. However, this was not the right I'm also, approach. I'm also not against them bringing it up again. I'm against them just saying we're doing it without like consulting, um, because they just said, "Hey, we're doing this now." They didn't like bring it to a vote. Um, it's been talked about so much. It literally has ruined my mood multiple times. So I'm just gonna keep it short. Pathetic, disgusting. I can't like. I don't have like a specific team in Europe I root for. But I use a lot of those teams I would root for in certain competitions. I'd love to see City win the league. I'd love to see Aguero lift a trophy, right? I love watching the Manchester United games early in the morning. They're always fun. I don't care what their lineup is. They just have a good squad usually. Disgusting. Just completely takes the fun out of the game. And I think it is really influenced by American soccer. Like, I am the biggest U.S. soccer fan you will ever meet. It is my lock screen. It is my keychain. I have so much that, like, I represent it very well and I love it. But... U.S. soccer is very, very flawed, and I feel all the, what was it, like eight of the companies were U.S. owners. It was something ridiculous. And yeah. you just saw a U.S. influence in it where money takes over the game. And as someone who was inf- uh, affected by this, it really started to hurt me because soccer is about a game, where, or football like even, is a game about working hard and passion, and it sucks that people would be priced out of something. And that's what happens in America. There are a lot of good talent of kids that get priced out because they can't afford to go play the game. Zlatan even said it over here. It's ridiculous that someone has to pay $3,500 to get their kid on a decent club team, right? So it just really took everything out of the game, especially when you think of England and the working-class cities that did it. Sunderland. I, we, me and Jacob love the Netflix series Sunderland Until yeah. I Die. Shout out Sunderland Until yeah, I Die. I, they make that. another season on no, Netflix. Seriously. Like, it's that so, is, that's our favorite show. But, I but it shows the working-class citizens. It, and it's just a culture of, like. That's something people don't get here. Like you, you always hear like, "Oh, they love the game more over there." It's so culturally different. It's none of our sports compare to it. It's just the whole city's mood will change based. On, I mean, you lived in England for three months. You saw it firsthand. The whole city, even if they don't care about the sport too much, rides on how their team does that week because they built it from the ground up, and it's just very, it's near and dear to them, and there's an honor to it. And this is very – now, some people say, okay, what happens when Manchester City or PSG get these investors to invest in them? 
that's different because they can still be relegated. They can still beat be beat by teams here and there and not make the Champions League. And they're still we're seeing with Liverpool this season, very rich team can't make the Champions. Doesn't look like they're making the Champions League at this moment. It can still happen, and they're still famous. And Leicester City is one of the coolest stories that's ever happened in the history of sports. Could never happen in this Super League. It's just disgusting, and it's ruining my mood again to talk about. It, so I'm moving on. Yeah, but James, because uh, you're my homeboy, if you want to get on a phone call and get a drink over, I got you, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just finish it out real quick. It, it really just attacked the founding principle of competition in the game of football, right? You don't want to see a league where the top teams, for the most part, can't be relegated. You know, that's the beauty of you know the Premier League and all these great domestic leagues. Anybody can get beaten at any time. And to see these clubs think they're entitled to this, you know, you know, elitist group, it, it's it's disgusting. And especially because, you know, like, for example, Tottenham. Arsenal, Manchester United, Tottenham, they're not even in the Champions League currently. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. So Leicester's won more than, they've won just as much as Liverpool and they've won more than Tottenham. And they've done just as much as Arsenal and some of the others. Yeah, so it's just ridiculous how these, you know, wealthy clubs just somehow had this, you know... Like, how dare you? Who do you this, think you are? This right to join this league. It's it's, it's terrible. And I would hate to see what American soccer does with pricing people out of the game and things like that be influenced by then, like, in Europe and stuff. It's, yeah, a, it's so, disgusting. So it's I disgusting. Know, so I know, real quick, just on a different topic, I was actually thinking about going to the Quakes game today. The tickets were expensive, like 140 bucks on Ticketmaster, yeah. And I think that's because of limited capacity and it's the home opener. But, yeah, compared to some of these normal prices, you can go to Quakes Games for it. How much was a game in England? I know, obviously, you weren't there during COVID times. but Yeah, well, for example, I went to four games, I believe. Chelsea, I think I paid 70 bucks for You had uh, good seats at the Chelsea game. Yeah, I was right on the sideline. It was awesome. And then I went to an England game. I think that was, like, 80 bucks. You went to a Champions League game as well. I went to a Champions League The seats League weren't game. the best there, but still. Like, no, but it was awesome. I went to a Champions League It's the Champions League. League. It's, yeah, crazy. it's the Champions League. Yeah. And that one was more expensive. That was the Tottenham I, game where they made the giant comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was crazy. I think I paid 130 bucks for that. And it, like, just, okay, just keep this in your mind. I paid more for, I would pay more for a Quakes game <laughs> than, than a Champions, Champions League, League game. game. <laughs> like, come on now. And that game was like 4-5, 4-3. Like, yeah, 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 it was crazy. And like... I'm paying that much to watch Wando. Yeah. <laughs> For 15 minutes, yeah. steps in. But, you know, it's just, you know, there needs to be more re- uh, regulation of pricing. I got to pay $30 for standing room at Quakes Games. Yeah, it's, it's you know, well, hopefully the And then it's like $50 for parking. Yeah, I know. We get ripped off on parking. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah, that was just a side note. Quakes tickets were expensive, so yeah. if, if you... Uh, if you're expecting the normal $30 ticket prices, you know, yeah. definitely look into it. Maybe it'll change soon. Yeah. Um, just last, what we want for next week. Obviously, it wouldn't be cool, but I want points again. I'm cool with the tie next week. Yeah. I, well, I, don't, I don't know how DC is, but I'm cool with the tie Are we next week. at DC or are we home? Um, I forget, I but can't we, remember. we should probably know this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I want at least a point, just that way we're not bottom table or at least, like, we're still like in vicinity because three out of Three games is not good. Yeah. <laughs> Four out of three is still not great. If we can get six points, that'd be great um, out of three games. Yeah. But just like I, I, at least a tie, especially because if we get a win, that'd be huge because Seattle's going to be rough. Um, yeah, I think if we play yeah. similar to how we did this week, I think we'll be in a good position. I also want to play strong. That's the thing. I don't want to just like somehow scrape out a tie. Yeah, I want to see a Dallas performance. I don't want to see a Dynamo performance. Yeah, yeah. So, so just, yeah, coming up strong. And...
Yeah, no more yeah. 30 second in, yeah. like, scares from JT, bro, I swear. Yeah. Alright. Peace.